Okay, okay. I'm recording. I just didn't want to be uh, eating Triscuits and baked beans and have you hear me on the microphone doing that, so. But here we go. Chew, chew, chew. Welcome to the Toronto Beer Podcast. After a very unintentional but very explainable long absence, we are back, kids. I am joined, as always... By the lovely Miss Mandy Murphy. Mandy, how, how are you doing? I'm fantastic, Chris. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm really good, too. Good. Really good. Glad we finally got this sorted out. Mandy and I tried to do this last night. We had some serious internet problems. Could not make it happen. But here we are. Back at back at it. Like, I want to say Is this July? a new season? Oh, dear. Oh, July. yeah. Like, definitely a new season. Okay. We tried to record the first of a new season, like I want to say in September, and then my work thing just got in the way. Like I still have the audio files, but it just, it got backburnered, shelved, put on ice, not all at the same time, but, uh, we've been struggling was... hard, but we're back. Yeah. 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 Both of those things. Totally true. We've just been very, 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 very busy. And uh, that's not a bad thing, but it's really sucked for people who like the podcast. You know, I was at the only uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, for the Sada City Tap Takeover. When was that two weeks ago or so? And uh, I'd stepped out to the back patio. I was meeting some people and they weren't there yet, but I had to go look at the back patio. And I went into the back patio and they weren't there. And I thought, this looks really awkward now because I've just walked around the back patio looking for people who aren't there. I'm just going to look like the guy who walked into the back patio and then walked back away. So I thought, well, to be, to, to be cool, you know, to save my, save my cool factor. I'm just gonna sit down at this table and like check my phone and pretend like that's what I'm meant to do all along. And, uh, while I was doing that, a group of like four people came out and I was at a table basically for four and there was clearly a table totally for two right next to me. And they kind of looked around and did very politely did that. Uh, you're, you know, looking, uh, you're at a table for four. And I went, oh, guys, here, let me just step over to this table here, and you guys can have this table. And so they were like, oh, thank you. They are very kind. And uh, one of the guys was like, hey, do you do, you do the, the beer podcast? And I was no like, way. Yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, and then I felt like extra awkward, because now not only have I been like the dude at the table for four, only one guy, but I'm also like, this guy knows about the podcast and has to know that we haven't put down an episode in a couple of months. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I started to kind of backpedal a bit. And he's like, oh, it's amazing. Like, I just discovered, and I've just been trying to catch up on all the episodes. Like, I, I'm a couple episodes away. Like, I'm nearly there. And I was like, oh, great, because you're about to be really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Dave, if you're listening, nice to meet you, buddy. Hope this, uh, hope this fills the gap. <laughs> hope we don't let you down, Dave. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Hanging in there for you, Dave. Anyway, Mandy. Yes, Chris. Uh, what have you been up to? You've been running a brewery? Pretty much. Yep. Keep pretty busy running a brewery. Uh, living the dream, as they like to say. Living the dream, working seven days a week. Actually, no, I've been pulling back a little. I mean, I do work seven days a week, but I don't work a full uh, 12. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't like really counting. Um but on the, on the weekends, we have been finding a little more time for personal things and rekindling relationships with family and friends that have been ignored for years. 
uh, <laughs> which is kind of nice. Um, getting in the habit of getting out to uh, do some fun hikes and stuff with Wrigley. And I've been cooking a lot more at home, which is something that sort of went away for a couple of years there as we just ate takeout nonstop at the brewery. Um, <laughs> so finding a little more time for balance while still working really hard and having lots of fun. So uh, it's good. But the, the biggest thing we've been working on is expansion plans for next year. So we have some new tanks coming in and uh, new tanks coming in in February. Um, nice. and some other new equipment. So just looking to make more beer. Always need to make more beer, Chris. Never enough space for beer. Never enough beer can be made, it seems. What have you been up to? Well, working and then, uh, so being a postie, uh, if you're, if you're a new listener to the podcast, got a job as a postman and uh, good golly, having a real Monday to Friday job really can interfere with all of your passing non money making hobbies let me tell you right but, uh yeah i know right <laughs> ridiculous but uh yeah so was doing that all summer and then into the fall and then we actually went away the family and i uh we went out west to visit my sister and brother-in-law who live in uh in regina saskatchewan and then we took a fantastic little driving trip from regina uh, through the mountains and out to the coast and out to the island to Victoria and visited friends and ate beautiful food and drank lovely beer and beautiful wine. Just had a fantastic time. And then uh, we spoke, Mandy, you and I, before that. And I said, you know, when I get back, this is what I want to do. We've been recording this thing sort of every two weeks. And... Uh, that's been good. I mean, like, it's been working. Dave listens, right? Right, Dave? Um, but I said, you know what I want to do when I get back? I want to try and do this where every Monday I record something like podcasty. Doesn't necessarily always have to be a full thing. Doesn't always necessarily have to have both of us. I might not be there sometimes. Mandy, you might have to step up and record something with somebody one or two times. But I think it'd be super cool if when I get back, my life will be normal and uh, we can do a weekly thing. And then I came back and my life wasn't normal because I had to get back in the habit of being a nine to fiver again. Um, but now and then we had Internet problems last night. But now this week we're recording. I've already got plans for next week, which you've told me you cannot do. And then the week after we have plans. So we're already planning like four weeks out, which I think is a really, really awesome thing. That's a super awesome thing. Can't wait. It's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. So, Chris, uh, look, back in the day when we recorded podcasts, like back, yeah. in, back in July, uh, we used Way back to, in the summer. Way, way back. It does feel like an eternity. Uh, we used to talk about what we're drinking. So, what do you got tonight? Do you have a beer in front of you? Dude, before we do that... <sighs> Come on. No, but, like, there's a little bit. You might not have even necessarily heard it, but I tried to, to segue exactly into that, and you did it! It's like we haven't been gone at all. <laughs> What am I drinking? Well, you have a vested interest in what I'm drinking. <laughs> the first and only time you introduce this segment is when you already know what I'm drinking. I will give you a hint. It was the gold medal winning American Pale Ale at the Canadian Brewing Awards 2016, 2016, 2015. You would know because it's your beer. 2016. 2016. I'm drinking a delicious Wrigley Oat Pale Ale that I picked up at the brewery the other day. Um, I think that was when I brought my buddy Josh in. I think me and Josh were there having a little a little sip together. And uh, 
We'd I, oh no, that's exactly what it was. It was we'd been at Double Tempest Days at Amsterdam. Which uh. is fantastic. Lovely time had by all. Really, really fantastic beers. Uh Howl. Just if you can get Amsterdam Howl and get it in your body, ideally through your mouth, you will thank me. Uh anyway, um and then he was going to a party. <laughs> And uh, we were like drinking heavily. We we're just having like like some little samples. And he had to get out to Ajax for a party. And I was supposed to take him past the Leaside Brewery to pick up some Double Tempest because they were already out at the brew house. But then we got talking, and I forgot to tell him to go up the DVP off the Gardener. Oh dear. So we were on the lakeshore, and I was like, uh, you know what? Double Tempest isn't all that much anyway. Let's just go to left field and you can take some of that. Well, at that time of day, the uh, the Double Tempest was all gone because we were up in Leaside around then. And we I, learned that once we got to left field, we saw some posts that they were already out at, at Leaside. Yeah, there was nothing up there. I was wandering around with a sad face at uh, up in Leaside and no Howl, no Double Tempest, nothing that I went for. But I picked up some other great beers anyhow. Had a lovely time. I got Did you get 18 sold. hands? I got... Uh, I don't, I don't think so. No, I don't think that was in the hall. I didn't see it. Oh, I, I have no idea if it was in the retail <laughs> at all, but it was really Oh, tasty. you know what? No, we did. Yeah, yeah. We did get a couple of those. I got upsold too hard. I was, I picked up two bottles and I went to the cash and they're like, well, you know, if you get a third bottle, the fourth one's basically free with our, our pack up pricing. Like, well then, <laughs> <laughs> those are the magic words. Let's go. And then I quickly came back and talked to my team about upselling. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, okay, guys, here's what we need to do. Here's the deal. Okay, here's these, what has These guys happen. at Amsterdam really know what's up. <laughs> yeah, they got this down. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, so anyway, Wrigley, as always, tasting just just beautiful. And I will say this. Before this, I was drinking uh, New England IPA homebrewed. It was a sample, so like it wasn't carbonated. It was just I was doing a gravity check on, and it's bang on. It's ready to go. I got to dry hop it, get it ready to bottle. Um, but it's a monster. It's a monster. Uh, but I'm drinking the Wrigley and am still able to taste all of it, which is amazing. The, the, the hops are not like aggressive, but very bright, little floral, little fruity popping out. Uh, and again, New England IPA, like tons of calcium chloride. The body on this still feels nice and weighty. It's great. Oh, that's great I'm enjoying it. I'm very happy yeah. to hear that because that is the very, if you picked it up on the weekend, that is the very last of it until we brew it again in the spring. Uh, we sold out over the weekend and it is all gone, which is actually a really good thing, not just because it means people are enjoying their beer fresh, which is the only reasonable way to enjoy beer, um, but it also because today while we're recording, it is Giving Tuesday. You know about this? Yeah, the idea is it's like <clears throat> after Black Friday mm -hmm. and Cyber Monday and everyone's been an asshole to each other. Well, now we'll do something nice for humanity. Yeah, I didn't know this was a thing until I saw John Tory tweeting Giving Tuesday CA, I guess Giving Tuesday Canada. Uh, and he was retweeting a bunch of companies that were doing giving things and calling them out on Twitter today. Uh, yeah. And I was like, well, this is great. We finally sold out of that batch of Wrigley. And when we sell all of the bottles, that's when we tally it up and do the, the donation. So do the give. Yeah, we did that today. And uh, the donation will be made shortly. We're just pulling it all together. But we donate uh, 50, this is not meant to be like a sales and marketing thingy, but we, we donate 50 cents from every bottle and every taproom pour. So we're very excited to donate. It's just shy of $2,000 to improvements at our local dog park. 
And uh, that brings our total donation for the year to almost $4,000. So it's, uh, yes. it's fun to see. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's all thanks to our awesome customers that come into the shop and buy the beer and enjoy it. I'm drinking 50 cents worth right now. There you go. That was a very audible sip. Uh, really slurpy. Yeah, it was intentional. I just thought, oh man, I got to make this noisy. Uh, Mandy, what are you drinking? Please don't let it also be Wrigley. I mean, that would be amazing because that'd be another 50 cents. I know you didn't pay for it, but uh, but no, what do, you, what do you got going? You're right. I, we actually, I, when, the way I tally it up, I only donate for, I don't know if this sounds kind of scroogey, but we only donate for the beers that were purchased. So no, uh, that makes when I sense. take a beer home, like, I don't donate 50 cents for that bottle as well. We just donate for everyone that's purchased. Well, it's not um, like you're going to take the fermenter and divide it by the number of potential units and then donate 50 cents per like you got lost you got cost there's nothing wrong with that yeah yeah yeah. so uh if i was drinking one and I, I wouldn't i wouldn't be donating 50 cents for it unfortunately but uh i am drinking a another wait 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 before you tell me mandy yes you guys donate 50 cents per every other serving you could probably take a few bottles home yourself it's okay yeah that's what wrigley said too so i thought it was all right he yeah, didn't in mind. his big floppy face, he <laughs> kind of voice. All right, sorry, what are you drinking? Why, I don't know why everyone thinks he has that voice. You're not the first person to say that. Because when... that's the voice Scooby-Doo has, and it's the only dog we know that can talk, aside from maybe uh, Goofy, but Goofy may or may not be a dog. I guess so. our brewer, Rob, uh, he always makes that voice when he's talking to Wrigley, so you sounded just like <laughs> him. It was really funny. Uh, um I too am drinking a left field beer, as it should be. Wait, wait. We, we are on the left field podcast, so it is. This is the <laughs> left field presents Toronto Beer Podcast. I'm drinking Amaris, and the only reason I'm drinking Amaris, not that it's not a great beer, it's just it's my go-to beer that I drink when I get home from hockey, typically, and I I just raced in the door uh, from hockey, and it's what I like to drink after sports. Yeah, I hear you there. Tasty. Not not thirst quenching in like a lawnmower beer way, but like a beer that you can you can knock a few of those back and still be pretty happy. When I when I crack a six fifty, usually and all of our beers in the six fifties, but when I crack a six fifty, I always share it with Mark. It's like, what are we drinking tonight? It's not like you're drinking that and I'm drinking this. We always share the six fifty. But when I get home from hockey and I crack a six fifty of Maris, I don't yeah, even go ask fuck him. Yourself, it's like, Mark. What are you drinking? Because this is mine. Yeah. How's that Corona kid? <laughs> nice. Um, okay, what else do we have to do tonight? Well, like any events coming up? You got any events? Surely, Mandy, Leftfield Brewery's got to have something coming down the pipe. We have all the events. We have so much stuff going on right now. We're do you have Advent events? No, we do not. Oh. Yet, I don't know. But I mean, it is Advent. Yeah. Do you have events in the next three weeks? Just call them Advent events. That's cool. Uh, I don't call them that, but we do have stuff coming up. We partner with Paint Night, so people who want to uh, paint a painting that is like instruct, you get instructed all the way through. You don't have to have any painting skills, or you oh, could have lots cool. of painting skills. They'll walk you through it, and everyone does the same painting, and you leave at the end of the night with a canvas with a pretty cool painting on it. So we do those through the hmm. winter when there's no baseball, as a fun <laughs> way to introduce people to the brewery that wouldn't necessarily be there otherwise. Tonight's uh, picture will be Jose Bautista. No, no, no. They're not baseball related at all. They're usually landscapes. So we had that on Monday. We have another one on Thursday. They run Thursdays through the rest of the winter. How much is that? Um, Do you know? Off the top of your head? With the promo code, it's $35. Oh, 
and with the canvas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like and paint a couple everything? hours of instruction. I think it's normally fifty dollars, but that's a really good value. There is a promo code that I can give you. The promo code was given to me just to from my team and myself to use, but I'll share it with everyone. And if uh, if you want to use it, I'm sure I won't get in too much trouble. The, co- the promo code is Dream Team, all one word. And if you use the promo code Dream Team, you can share. You can save. I think it's like thirty percent off the ticket price. Good. Come do a come paint a painting. You don't have to have any experience at all. And enjoy some beer. It's kind of fun. You sit right beside the fermenters. Um, and it's kind of a nice little atmosphere. It's a bit something different to do. I say it's a nice thing to bring like a a sister or a mom or a brother to. It's a good gift. So yeah, we've been doing yeah. some of that. It's a lot of fun. What else is going on? We've been doing some beer and cheese pairing events. Have you heard of these, Chris? Uh, the ones that we're doing? Not specifically, no. no. So no. are you familiar? I'm familiar with the concept. <laughs> so I would do a beer and cheese pairing right now if I didn't have to talk. <laughs> Which is to say, <laughs> I just like eating cheese and drinking beer. I'm currently doing a beer and baked bean pairing with some Triscuits. Super fancy. Oh, yeah, the Triscuits. I forgot about this. <laughs> Man, I love Triscuits. That's a good cracker. Yeah, it's good. I didn't have any bread, so this is the best I could do for my very sad supper. Oh, uh, yeah. Like toast with butter on with baked beans on it. That's, that's pretty nice, too. But yeah, Triscuits will work. Yeah, I just had tortillas and Triscuits, so I went the Triscuit route. Yeah. Probably a good call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so the pantry is a, a local cheese shop. They're at Coxwell and Gerard. Have you been there? Yeah, before? and they, they do a cheese like wash with your beer, don't they? They do. Yeah, they make a, a cheese with uh, Ephus, which is pretty cool. So every month or a couple of months or so, we do a, a cheese pairing event with these guys. And it's a ton, a ton of fun. So we have those going on at the brewery. Um, the, the ones that are all scheduled are currently sold out. They usually sell out fairly quickly within about... 30 minutes to an hour, um, but we're about to announce a, f- announce a few more for January and February. So if you're interested in beer and cheese pairing events in the East, you should stay tuned for that. We'll announce it on social media and the website and all that jazz. So what else is going on? I don't know. We have some beer launches coming up. Anything you can say? You often do that. We got some beer launches coming up. Can't say what. You know what? I don't like to say it when it's a brand new beer. And usually it's because I don't actually have everything done and ready for it like the the branding and the, the tasting notes and everything usually isn't done if it's in the fermenter i haven't been able to taste the final product so we don't have it all lined yeah. up and ready to go but uh, in this case we're launching in back-to-back weeks uh separate batches of prospect which is our single hop ipa mm-hmm. and the really fun thing about this i mean prospect it, it's been around and it's a great beer and we love it very much, but the challenge with it is it changes every time. It's kind of the challenge and the benefit is that it changes every time because we use a different hop every time. But this mm-hmm. time we have two batches of it launching back to back weeks and each of the batches uses a different hop. So next week we're launching one with Citra and then the following week we're launching Simcoe. And the beauty of it is that we will have both of those beers available at the same time and they'll both be very fresh at the same time. So you could really enjoy and appreciate what there is to appreciate in a single hop IPA get, and mm. familiarizing yourself with that particular hop by tasting it next to another hop. Have you never done Simcoe or Citra? You know what? We've done both of them, actually. Those okay, are no, the okay. two most popular okay, that's good. beers. They're the two most popular prospects we've ever done. And to I be thought, complete, yeah, completely frank and honest with you, uh, when you brew single hop IPA at the end of the year, it's like, 
what hops do we have left on our coach? What do we have to use up? <laughs> we because use? we're getting like, some new hops soon yeah, and we gotta get gonna... rid of the gotta clear out some freezer space. <laughs> I'm not gonna gloss it over, but that's the reality of it, right? And the especially nothing wrong with that. Use it while it's fresh, yeah, right? Like and especially the Simcoe has been so good to us this year. That's what's in Wrigley. Like there's other hops in Wrigley, but that's really what's showcased in Wrigley. Wait, wait, so so I've been drinking a lot tonight. I'm trying to do the Wrigley. I've been getting, not off this necessarily, but I've been getting a lot of peach off Simcoe recently. Yep, I get I get some of that as well. Hmm. Yeah, maybe past. Uh, it's it's more of like a general kind of stone fruity thing. So like peachy or apricotty, and getting into like more like peri kind of tree fruits or something. Totally, but I get that. And then something like. Sounds weird, like blossomy, so like the fruit, but a little bit floral, but not really, really floral. So it's almost like a fruit blossom of some kind. Yeah, but it's more floral and like tree or uh, uh, what do they call it? Stone fruit as opposed to citrusy. It's not a citrusy pale ale. Like it's not it doesn't have like those big juicy peels. There's a bit of like lemon maybe or something there, but it like hits way more on the florals and the, the stone fruits for sure. Yeah, that's exactly exactly what i get in the beer uh, nice. if, if there's any citrus there it's very like light or more delicate citrus or mm-hmm. even more floral citrus i think in the tasting notes originally i put like orange orange blossom or something um because the citrus is very i don't know more delicate i would call it yeah and i totally. think the oats the oats do a little bit of that too right because it's an oat paleo so the yeah. oats kind of like mellow everything out a little bit and just make it a little softer i guess Totally. Yeah. Totally. Well, that's exciting. I got a couple of things I'm going to mention. Um, I think there's time. I'm going to get this out before the weekend. And uh, so nothing to do with beer, but this Saturday uh, at the Fox Theater, and I know you guys have been involved with the Fox Theater a little bit at Left Field. You yeah, got, we love uh, those guys. Yeah, I think you have Aoife Sandmaris in the fridge there. Is that right? For a while, we had a whole bunch of stuff because we did a... I know you did an event. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. They brought in a huge variety and probably a little more than they needed. So, yeah. I think when I took Ben to see Force Awakens, uh, I had a can of Ephus. And uh, anyway, uh, Fox Theater in the Beach this Saturday, one night only. uh, Co-owner of Castro's, Anthony, who uh, also is something of a movie dude. Uh, they're airing a airing is uh, screening Screening. is the right word Uh, a movie a feature length movie that he made called Headcase yeah it's yeah it's gonna be quite something Um, interesting notes about the movie Headcase aside from being a a funny dark comedy with a lot of violence and people getting shot uh, and shot entirely in Toronto um, Erica uh, helped Anthony in the very early stages of it. Uh, he always called her the assistant director and she would say no assistant to the director. Um, and then as the production got bigger and bigger, she ended up doing some background work uh, in a couple of the scenes. And I actually ended up taking a lot of stills on set. So we both kind of have our fingers in the uh, the film and we both seen it at a theater, but it's never been aired at the Fox. So we're all really excited that it's going to be at the Fox this Saturday. You can get your tickets at universe.com. I'll put a link in the show notes for that for sure. So that's pretty exciting. And that's really cool. uh, yeah, we're going to do, Eric and I are going to do a little date night, leave the kids with grandma and head out to that and check it out. So that'll be cool. 
And uh, I've actually got coming up. I'm doing another trip to Nicaragua. Uh, oh, wow. Friends of the podcast will know that this is not an uncommon thing for me. But uh, at the end of January, I'm taking another team down. And uh, so I'm going to be doing some fundraising stuff coming up. But the one that's going to be coming up the soonest that people who are involved with me on social media will see is uh, a lot of you will not have a lot of tattoos. This is the first time I'm saying this publicly and anything other than just mentioning it to friends. Where are you going with this? I'm going to open up a contest where people can submit artwork designs for about a week. And then I'll take them and I will select three. And you'll note that I'm selecting the ones that are going to get voted on because I saw what happened with Bodie McBoatface. But I will select three from the public pool and then I will put them up for bid. And whichever tattoo design wins the most bids, I will tattoo to my arm. So you'll have a chance to choose a tattoo and it could be anything. It could be anything. If you happen to run a small brewery in the east end of the city and you think your logo might be a good fit on my right arm. Am I allowed to submit whatever I want? And you're willing to share it out to your group of followers and get them to donate money to try and get that that particular piece of artwork tattooed onto my arm, which everyone raises the most, will get tattooed to my right arm. And uh, so that's that's the other kind of event, if you will. Not quite an event, but a thing I got coming down the pipe. Uh, so, yeah, that's Aren't the kind of two things. Are you concerned about what might get submitted or like what might not get submitted? Well, no, because I can vet it like entirely. Yeah, but <laughs> what if you don't point. get any entries that you like? Then I'll invent a few. <laughs> so the whole thing is rigged right from the get go. No, it's not rigged. It's just well supported. And obviously, like not every picture is going to be a dick, right? Like there will be something and it doesn't have to be cool. It doesn't have to be awesome. 75% of them. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that is is a very bold move. I think you'll get quite a lot of attention from something like this and hopefully raise a lot of money. So that's exciting. The second is the thing that I'm really concerned with. I would really like to raise a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, as you so, should if you're sadness. imprinting something on your body forever. Pretty much forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting. So. You know what? I wasn't thinking my logo when you were first describing it. I was picturing Wrigley. Is that bad? <laughs> no, that would 100%. Like, I could almost tell you right now, it would be really hard to picture a scenario where that wouldn't be one of the three <laughs> would be sort of a, like a uh, uh, like a stencil style of Wrigley, you know, like the Che Guevara kind of T-shirt, like that kind of. A, yeah, that's what I was actually picturing. And uh, you, I mean, you give them so much airtime, so that makes a lot of sense. There's a connection there in your life and your and my kids children love, love him. him. So and they love him. Yeah, this is all coming together. All right, you well, let me know when that launches, and I'll be you'll I'll see be all it. Over it. It will it will not be quiet. It'll be easy <laughs> to see, and then you go ahead and submit that image, and anybody else listening can submit any image you want. I will vet them. Again, I watched what happened with Bodie McBoatface, and as noted in a popular podcast that I watch, they're just really lucky that it wasn't something way, 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 way worse that ended up winning. Uh, but regardless, I'm smarter than that and will vet all of the entries. So it'll be three. And I'm not going to pick the coolest things necessarily. There will be some dopey, something dopey in there that you could vote on and make me look like a fool to have a picture of, you know, whatever on my arm. But tattoos. 
It's not the end of the world. Tattoos. I have a tattoo of a Guinness pint glass on my wrist. You do? <laughs> yeah. Huh. I love it. I it's don't... the goofiest tattoo ever. I don't think I've seen that. I'll have to check it out. It's right on the inside of my right wrist. <clears throat> People think it's a steak. <laughs> Which is even funnier because I don't eat meat. Also so delicious. Well, depending on your point of view. <laughs> anyway, I, I let's put a pin in this one. Mandy? Yes. Amazing. Like... We did it. Like, like riding a bike. <laughs> we did it. Mandy, can I say right now, and I haven't mentioned this yet, it is so f***ing hot in my office because I'm fermenting a kvike, which is a Norwegian style beer. And so literally the thermometer that's monitoring this is at 34 degrees Celsius right now. Yikes. I'm What's going on? You were saying it's hot yesterday when we were having technical challenges. Why is it so hot in your office? So, do you know what Kvike is? Or Kvike? I don't know how to say it. I'm not Norwegian. No, Kvike? I don't. Do you know what Sati is? No. Okay. These are like farmhouse beers from Scandinavia. Sati is Finnish and Kvike is Norwegian. Uh, but the good folks at Escarpment, Richard, got uh, a variety of strains of yeast uh, from uh, this region in Norway. They make Kvike. And this is like this like old, like, uh, generationally passed down yeast and so he got these strains and he asked a couple of different people to ferment them out so I'm fermenting out a strain but historically they ferment these strains at like north of 30 degrees Celsius Whoa. in the sauna or in the basement next to the stove or whatever Yikes. yeah it's tasting pretty good I actually drew a sample of that today too and it's, it's good they get um, a really neat orange peel taste to them and a little spicy they're very kind of farmhousey a lot of esters and stuff um, but this bad boy clocks in at about 12%. Yikes. And it will be served still, not carbonated, uh, in the sauna this New Year's at the cottage, as uh, well as to anybody mm. who participated in the project. But it is currently still fermenting in my office that I'm sitting in because that's the smallest room in my house. So I bought a little space heater and just cranked the temp on it. And I'm dying right now. Sounds terrible. You probably need mm. another beer to refresh yourself. It begs the question why I even brought it up. I should have just stopped recording and gotten the hell out of here, but I didn't because I kind of wanted to boast. It's kind of beer geeky cool. That sounds cool, yeah. <laughs> I, I would like to taste it, but I'm not going to be in the sauna at New Year's. But maybe maybe you can set aside a little sip of your still boozy farmhouse beer. I'll give you a bottle of it. And cool. what you can do is at New Year's, instead of doing all the cool things, you can just like run the shower really hot for 10 minutes in the bathroom and then go in there and drink it. So you have to drink it in a sauna? That's part of the style? Style guidelines? No. no. <laughs> but like, when was the last time you drank a 12% still beer made with juniper? Not in that sort of an environment. Yeah, fair enough. The answer, the, <laughs> the answer is never. Because <laughs> the, yeah, no, the answer is no, never no matter not. what preconditions I put on it. This is really turning into the after the podcast talk. Very strange. So, yeah, let's just call it. All right. Next week, I'm going to be talking probably with somebody in the beer scene about something. I'm not going to say what yet because it's going to depend on who's willing to talk to me. But the week after that, me and Mandy are going to be talking about the environmental impact on brewing because, as anybody who's made beer knows, it has some serious environmental impacts. Do you agree, Mandy? Yeah, we use a lot of water. Made made ingredient beer, actually. A yeah, lot of water. and the main ingredient in making beer 
just gets used lot. just in the process. So absolutely going to talk about that. It's a problem. Something that's got to be looked at. So we'll be talking about that next week, talking about something cool. I swear, I promise it'll be wicked. So Mandy, thank you. Thanks. Glad Chris. your internet's working. As am I. As, as are we both. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Toronto, as ever, thanks for listening.